What's up, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Beat Sports and Life. I'm here with my man Stan. What's going on? What up? Man? What up? It's yeah, been a... I'm here. It's you tough. Here? <laughs> we had a game last night. It was tough, but I'm here anyway. Still repping for my guys. I know y'all can't see me out there, but I'm still repping for my squad. It's still hey. Dallas over here. We'll get to them in a minute. We'll get to yeah. that. We'll get to that. Um, I know it was about a week of. Well, it's been a couple of weeks now since the whole, I'm sure everyone's heard the thumbs down heard around the world in Met Stadium. Uh, we don't have to spend what? long on this one. Yeah. Uh, do, do we think people have heard about that outside of New York? Or if you're a really big baseball fan, like you have to be a, a really big baseball fan to have heard about it or you're from New York. Like an average sports fan probably don't know what we're talking about. So can you kind of give some background on it? Uh, I. I think it didn't start off that way, but I think because of the way it involved fans, I think wow. it kind of grew a little bit for a short period, not for a long, mm -hmm. I think it was a short spurt where everybody had their two cents in. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who didn't know, uh, right before the trade deadline, Javi Baez was traded to the New York Mets. And anybody that's familiar with the player knows that at least in Chicago, he was, because of the championship in 2016, he was pretty revered, the whole core that was there. Uh, in Chicago, they could do no wrong. Although I will tell you, somebody from Chicago, there were, it was pretty divided, I think. But I think our people outside saw it as everybody loved them for the most part. Um, went to the Mets and has struggled with the Mets. Actually, the whole team since he's gotten there has pretty much struggled. I think right before All Star break, they were in first were place up. by like five games or something. Yeah, they were up in the division. And, uh, Baez got there. Lindor has been underachieving all year, though. Yeah, all year. Um, so can't put it all on Baez. Baez was playing bad. A bunch of guys were playing bad. Yeah. So at some point, they, go ahead. Sorry. And, and then they they lost Degrom. You know, obviously Syndergaard was already gone, but then they lost their best pitcher in baseball in Degrom, so right. that hurt them. So, but yeah. So they lost their first place league. They ended up being like mm -hmm. I think the second or third at this, at some point where Baez comes up to bat. It's a, I don't know if it was a grand slam. I can't remember if it was a, just a regular home or a grand slam, but he's trotting around the bases and then they start this weird chant between him and Lindor where they're putting their thumbs down. So nobody really, everybody's kind of like, I don't know what that's about. And during the uh, post interview, he said that was geared towards the fans for not supporting them and basically Mm -hmm. booing them or whatever they were saying who knows what they say in new york anyway um and it created this big controversy like so for me uh i don't have a problem with it i will say from the get-go i am a bias fan um mm -hmm. i don't like whiny players and stuff like that but at the same time uh fans tend to think they can say whatever they want to say Exactly. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't just fans booing. I'm sure there were some cuss words at some points. Uh, oh, name calling. Of course it was. People think that just because you throw popcorn and because popcorn can't hurt you, that that's okay. And that's yeah. very disrespectful. Because I know you wouldn't do it to somebody right in front of your face. Exactly. Um, so I don't got no issue with bias. Did yeah. So to me, it, was, it wasn't I didn't no either. big deal. I think fans are, you know, they're privileged. They think because they buy a ticket to a game, they can say whatever they want, do whatever they want. And then when players react to it, they act like, you know, oh, you're, why, why would you say that to us? You can't say that. And it's like, look, these players are human beings, number one. 
Number two, if you say something to somebody, they had a right to say something back to you. And they just did the thumbs down. And I didn't understand why it was such a big thing. Like, why was it on sport? Like, why did it lead SportsCenter? Like, why was it? I'm like, okay, they gave the thumbs down to the fans because the fans were doing it. Sometimes the fans are out of pocket, you know, with what they're doing. You know, sometimes they're well within their right. Like, the fans have a right to boo. But players have a right to do what they respond. Yeah, they have a right to respond. Like, they weren't, they didn't, they weren't super disrespectful and was cussing the fans out. They just said, okay, we're going to give you guys a thumbs down. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was a non-story. I mean, they've been uh-huh. struggling, but it's the Mets fans act like they've been good for a long time. Like they're, they're like they have this attitude, like we're great, and it's like you guys are not the Yankees. You guys have not. You guys don't have a history of being good. When's the last time the Mets won a World Series? Well, was Daryl Strawberry there? I was Dwight good in there? Like, come on. Like, they need to stop. Like, the Mets are in contention. They should be happy with that. Look, look out of all the fingers you're going to be mad at, that's the one you're mad at. Like, yeah. I could, there's another finger I would have gave them, and it would have been a lot yeah. more disrespectful. So, if, exactly. I if the worst a dude does is people have this thing nowadays, like, well, you get paid a million dollars. So, look, man, I don't care what nobody's getting paid. You can't talk to me the way you want to. You can do whatever you want to, and it's okay to disagree, right? Like, he didn't call nobody out their name. He didn't give you a middle finger. So everybody all around, and this is the hobby, too. You're in New York now. You're not getting the free passes like you did in Chicago. It's different. It's different in New York. So to me, it's both sides. Like, one, both of y'all grow up and do what y'all do. That's it, period. It's it's, it's a non-story. Yeah, New York's a different animal, and I think people – I think players start to realize that once they get traded over there, um, it's unlike any other city, maybe Philly, like Philly has very hard fans too. But I mean, Lindor came from Cleveland. He had no idea what he was jumping into. Baez came from Chicago. Chicago has passionate fans, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not on New York's level. You well, not just that, but he brought him a championship after 100. He, yes. he bought goodwill, so. Yeah, exactly. He has goodwill forever. People will buy Baez a beer. Like, everybody on that team has a pass in Chicago forever, you yeah. know, for, for so, what they did for that season. Javi, come back, Javi. Yeah. It's okay. After the season, you can leave. You can come back to Chicago. We yeah, come back. You guys are good. Back and so. I think they went there, and they were used to, okay, if I didn't have a bad, if I have a bad game, if I made an error, if I did this, they, I don't think they were held as accountable as they are in new york and no. new york new york fans are they're, they're different man they're crazy they take it entirely too serious i feel like i'm a mm-hmm. fan fan like i love my team but they go over with it you know so i mean to each his own they booed you okay you gave a thumbs down whatever let's move on mm-hmm. <laughs> move on so we agree we can move on from those right yeah we can move really, story. so talking about uh being a passionate fan and booing, I'm sure everybody knows the NFL season kicked off yesterday. We had Tampa yeah. Bay versus Dallas, and yeah. Dallas did what Dallas does. Uh, Here we go. I don't think that see. So here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna cut I'm you gonna off. My gonna tea. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't think Dallas did what Dallas did. I mean, what Dallas does. I think Tom Brady is Tom Brady, 
And you can't leave that guy anytime on the clock. Now, Dallas was inside the red zone four times, and they only got one touchdown. I felt mm-hmm. like that was the game right there because you have to score touchdowns against the Bucs because if they go because they marched up and down the field the whole game like Tampa Bay couldn't stop them they just weren't cashing in with touchdowns and then their kicker just decided that he couldn't kick anymore so he missed he missed two field goals Mm -hmm. yeah two field goals and an extra point Mm -hmm. so they left a lot of points out there but with all that being said I thought they outplayed the Bucs um and I was actually like, you don't get anything out of wins. I, I hate the okay moral victory. But going in, people thought they people thought the Cowboys were going to lose by at least two touchdowns. It's like, oh, Tampa Bay's going to kill them. And so I, I picked Dallas to win by 14. Was that you trolling or was that, did you truly believe? A little bit of both. Okay. I actually didn't think Dallas was going to win. I didn't think they were going to win by 14. I, was I thought we would play people. well. I, 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 I knew we could score. Like, I like our offense. I think our offense is legit. Defensively is where I was a little nervous about. But I thought our defense, you know, played reasonably well against what they were put up against. They got four turnovers. Like, you get four turnovers, you got to win that game. You know? So, I'm going to give you this about the offense. Yes, they have with Dak. But Dak should not be throwing the ball 50 times a game. If Zeke can't come and run the ball, then you're going to have problems regardless. But, so watching the game, I felt the same way. I was like, man, we got to get Zeke involved more. But the way Tampa was playing them, they were saying, we're not letting Zeke beat us. You're going to have to throw this ball. So the game plan was, so they were forced into throwing the ball that much by what the front was. Now they could have easily just turned around and handed to Zeke and said, hey, go against this eight-man front. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And try to run. But you could have easily done that, but you're I- wasting down. So but I didn't I, really have a problem with that. I, I, I do did. because I hate that whole philosophy of uh, I don't necessarily always subscribe to the whole take what they give you. Like when you do that, you're letting them dictate where the game is going. Zeke is too talented to not find I a agree. way to involve him in the game. And but what this is exactly what happens because what happens? You left him time on the clock, right? Right. When you use Zeke more, there is no time on the clock. So you have to or you get the first down or you don't hold. So it's some other things besides the Zeke thing. But for course, me, I feel like course. going into a game, I'm thinking, all right, what is my advantage? Oh, this is the Super Bowl champions. They're bringing everybody back. They have a great defense. They have a really good offense that can be great. Defensively, I mean, offensively going against that defense, what's, what, do, what can my team do better than them? My receivers are better than their secondary. I know that for sure. But their front seven, it's better than ours. Than our mm-hmm. line, it's better. So me just trying to pound the ball against them, we're not going to get, get anything it. out of that. So I understood it because I'm all for running the ball and all that. But I think Zeke played, still played a really good game. Like those, his blitz pickups and things like that to help Dak get time. Oh, for sure. Because they were blitzing him. So he did. Yeah, I, I thought Zeke played well. I mean, for someone to have 30 yards rush, he only had 11 carries. But – you know, I definitely moving forward, I would like for him to get more that, carries. That but I think the defense will dictate that. that. Right. I'll give you that. But going yeah. forward, that can't be what you do every game. No, no, not at all. Because Dak, one, not his arm's going to fall off. And two, yeah, exactly. you know, that's not that. the formula for, for winning. So, um, But he looked but no. really good. He looked like really good. And if you know me and you've checked 
my timeline over the years since Dak's been there, I always thought Dak was a system quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. I was times where I called him the black Alex Smith. I said, that's what Dak is. You know what I'm saying? He's a game manager. You know, he's not going to lose it for you, but he's not going to win it for you. That's what I've always thought about that. And mm-hmm. all of my friends who are Dallas fans, they killed me like, bro, how come you don't like Dak? I was just like, he misses too many throws. You don't like him because he's black. You know, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, I'm just, I, but he showed me something. You know, last night he showed me that he's a he's not a game manager. Come he's on. a really good. He's a really good quarterback, man. He's you know who I really, really like too. I'm a I, I uh, I'm playing in uh, my grammar school friends that I'm friends with on Facebook decided to do a, a fantasy team, a fantasy league. No, no money, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. Just between friends, and uh, I was towards the end of my picks. I saw Lamb still available. I was like, oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. get this dude, man. I like him. Yeah, but then right before my pick, the guy before me picked him, so I didn't pick get him. CD, but yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. got a. He doesn't run routes as crisp as um, Amari Cooper. Amari, but yeah, he'll learn. But yeah, the oh, talent yeah, learn when he gets the oh. ball in his hands. Oh yeah, he, makes he's electric, miss. man. He's electric. He had a couple of drops last night, but I think with everything that we did, and then some of the things that we did wrong, and playing against positives. Tampa Bay on that night. Those positives. I think forward. we're one terrible pass, offensive pass interference call away from winning the game. And then, like, like the ref is standing right there, and that's all. That always kills me with refs or umps or whatever they're called it, in football. It's the same in basketball. Like, You're dirt, they're not going to call stuff at the end of games. I don't care who see, it is. But I so so here's the guy I am. If it's a foul in the first quarter. <laughs> It's a foul in the fourth quarter. I agree and I'm with like you. that with football too. And 100%. I don't know why they don't do that. It's like well, we know that's so, not the way it works. Yeah, it, no, it's definitely not the way it goes. And that so. and I hate that part of it. Because it's like you've seen him blatantly push off in front of you and you just standing there like you didn't see it. But it never should have got to that. I'm not gonna say they lost the game specifically because of that play. It's just another it thing got to that. pile on top of it. Yeah. But I'm just I'm excited about our season. Like I came out of that game excited i thought our defense made some plays so i was like all right we're gonna be okay i was you know, impressed so, too i was so impressed so. i'm i'm good with them you know cool. what i'm saying yeah. i'm good i i like where we're heading you know um so let's slide let's over stick with the nfl team. a little bit yeah let's stick with the nfl a little bit what are you what are you feeling about your bears are you happy that dogs uh, starting over fields what are you well, how, how if, you feeling here real quick before we get to the bears because one of the worst stories I've heard in the last week, two weeks actually, is the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, These everybody dudes, getting hurt? I mean, they're talking Ooh. about back. I mean, they've got three running backs, the Torrey ACLs. Yeah, uh, crazy. A cornerback. Corner did, Marcus Peters. And Marcus Peters is a big-time loss yeah, for them. A yeah. big-time loss for them. Might they're even be worse done. Than, they're, um, done. they're done. They're done. Dude, they, their whole identity is running the football. Here's the they thing about run. that, though. Here's the thing about that is I don't disagree with you, but I've seen a team like Denver for a number of years just plug in any any dude out there and he keeps a thousand yard. So if the if if the formula is correct and the and the line is correct, they are very capable of just plugging. Uh I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that was we'll 10 see. years ago uh, when they were really, plugging a Landis Gary and Different guys in it, it didn't matter. Denver had a thousand yard different 
person yeah. rushing every but that year. Was, but that was years ago. Now it's a little different. And I don't even know if Baltimore runs that same zone scheme that uh, Denver won. I'm not I saying they run the same I think they're thing, done. but if the formula is correct, they can plug somebody in. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying I'm willing to wait to see. Yeah, They got Le'Veon Bell. You think Le'Veon Bell helps them? Well, I don't know. That's a hard – I don't know. That's that's yeah. something I'm not sure. Him, and they also just signed uh, Freeman. Uh, oh, Devontae from, Freeman? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You we'll know, see what's left in their time. Maybe. maybe between the – I got them third place. I got them in third place in the AFC North. I got Cleveland, Pittsburgh, uh, Baltimore, and Cincy. Without the injuries, I have Baltimore fighting with uh, Cleveland for Cleveland. that division. Yeah, I, refuse but, to, I refuse to take Cleveland until I actually see them do something. They well, just, they – you know they – won a playoff game last year, right? Yeah, big deal. <laughs> so that's what you mean, big one deal? Year. They went to Pittsburgh and won. I need to see them do. I need to see them more than one year out of them. Okay, but so that's it. they've been too bad too last long. year. They have been bad for a very long time, but it's not like last year they were terrible. No, no, no. They, they, they exceeded they expectations. Were they, they were good. Baker step. was good. Baker's they playing for his step. contract. Everybody's kind of playing for something at this point. So I think they win probably, that division. I got them I winning that division. I got them winning that division. Um, you know, so. As far as the Bears, so I have no expectations out of them this year, to be honest with you. Um, I do they like to the playoffs last year. You don't have no expectations? Nah. Their offensive line is so atrocious. Do you have an expectation of them going to the playoffs again? Um, I would like to see them in the playoffs. I would like to see them. I would. <laughs> I think Here's we would all like to see our teams in there. Here's but... the thing, yes. If they had a decent line, I'd be really pissed off right now that Andy Dalton's our starting quarterback. But I saw the hit the fields took during that yeah. preseason, and it wasn't just because the line was bad. It was also an that accumulation of him not that reading the defense. Yes. So yes. when you, That's when you easy take read. that, and top it on top of a horrible line, it's a recipe for disaster. Um, so I think they did the right thing in stand. But the whole thing is, I don't think Andy will be standing very long either. So no. Andy, after, the over-under on Andy Dalton starting is, I'm going to go three games. I got three and I'm going to take the under. I have three. I have yeah. three. I'm and taking then I the think um, at that point, no matter what, you're, you're inserting fields in and you're seeing what you got. So I expect yeah, even once he's in, I expect there to be a lot of, roller coaster like just a lot of ups and downs yeah. um some fantastic plays where you're like yeah. that's what i'm talking about and then somewhere you're like dude so i would like that they have a hard schedule and it's not yeah, an easy schedule so but i think you guys' defense is going to keep you in games just like they do you know the bears usually have a pretty good defense usually so i think you guys' defense will keep you in games and field legs and you know his ability to um make plays a little longer you know what i'm saying keep a play alive is going to help them win some games that andy dalton would like andy dalton Absolutely. Absolutely. i think andy dalton's a great backup like he's like a great backup guy but he's i don't think he's a starter anymore and then like you said playing behind a you know a porous offensive line oh, God, that's so you're pretty much yeah you're asking them too much where fields can kind of make some guys miss make some plays because he's, he's he's obviously more mobile so I, I think he's going to be excited, yeah, exciting for the Bears. I can see them go. And go ahead. Sorry. That division is not great. <laughs> so, it's one team. It's yeah, one team, like, Maybe days. two. Yeah, Minnesota, you just don't Maybe. know. I don't trust Kirk Cousins for nothing. Me neither. So, 
Maybe. You know, and then Detroit is Detroit. So, and I think Green um, Bay is imploding. I think there's going to be a downhill from imploding. them. Imploding. Okay. Yes. So, how long have you said that? How many years have you said that? Every year until I die. <laughs> yeah. So you. So eventually, you're it's my wish. Back. It's my Christmas wish every year. Eventually, you'll be. You'll see. Right. <laughs> see, I told you. It, yeah. it took 15 I years, thought. but I told you they were going to yeah. explode. But so I just I think, think at this point, I mean, I just think. There's so much, I think there's so much inside turmoil that but they have, but they've had that the last couple of years. Not as bad as this, though. Not as bad as this, though. He kind of laid mean, everything out to dry. Like, I think this is a little bit different. I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. He still has Devontae Adams yeah. out there. Uh, he's They're going to be fine. Well. Yeah. We'll see. Who? We'll see. Devontae ain't that young no more. He's been around for a while. You just you just reach it for straw. And he's ugly. So <laughs> well, what else is the matter with Green Bay? It's a terrible city to live in. It's no Oh, it's there. definitely a terrible city. Have you been there? I've never been there. Bro. Dude, they, they literally shut the town down on Sundays because there's nothing else going. I mean, they literally have nothing else going on. It's literally this just hates, a town. This dude hates Green Bay. This <laughs> is funny. This is hilarious. I do, I do hate them. But I don't even hate Philly. In New York, like that, and I'm a cowboy fan. <laughs> I do. I hate them. F them. I feel it. I understand. So I think I think Chicago, if Phil can give them, they can make a wild card. No, they, they they have a chance to fight. I don't know if they make it. They have a chance to fight because yeah, I think the in the NFC is loaded with teams. Like if, if we kind of go through mm-hmm. the division, I think if the NFC North, Green Bay, they win the division, they get in. The yeah. NFC South got Tampa Bay winning the division. They get in. Maybe New Orleans can fight for a wild card. Depending I like on them. Jameis. I, I like Jameis. I do like Jameis. I like Jameis. He's a dark horse. I like horse. Jameis a lot because of Sean Payton. Sean I, Payton's an offensive genius. So I, I like him because of that. Of and I think that year behind Drew Brees did wonders for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, he learned a lot. And if he didn't, he wasted it. I think it's the same. Anything. My comparison to that is obviously different ages, but I compare it to Mahomes sitting behind Alex and kind of learning that steady, don't make too many mistakes. Yeah. Stay within yourself. And I think that's what he learned. Because if he didn't learn it then, he's never going to learn it ever. Yeah. So I agree with that. Um, I think in the NFC East, you got one team coming out of there. Whoever wins that division is Mm going to come out of there. And then I think the West, the West is going to be crazy because oh, it's brutal. You, I like off the top of my head, you would say what well, Arizona's the worst team in that division, and they're not bad. No, they're not bad at all. And, and they're all dependent on how much a growth Murray yeah. has as a passer. And they're going to beat up on each other, like yes. the Rams, Seahawks, Niners, Arizona. They're going to beat up on each other. So then it's a seventeen game season. Mm. It's going to be it's going to be a very interesting year. It's going to be but a bloodbath. I think the NFC. I think NFC, anyone can, like, I don't think Tampa, like, I guess you would put Tampa Bay as the favorite just because they won the Super Bowl, they're bringing everybody back. But it wouldn't surprise me. Excuse me I, wouldn't be surprised, team. I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland came out of there. Yeah, be I wouldn't. And I'm not, again, I'm not even believing in them, but it's just like, I, if everything is, same with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay for a long time last year looked horrible. Yeah. And then they got hot. Yeah. Yeah, they got hot at the end. So that's yeah, all you got to do, like any sport. If you're hot at the right time. Yeah, get hot at the right time. Fine. So it's going to be interesting. So 
we'll go because I mean I know where we've already missed the game, but my Super Bowl pick. Mm-hmm. What's uh, your Super Bowl picks? Not, not with my heart, with my head. Because okay. in my heart, obviously, I'm gonna say Dallas, but I know okay. that's not probably not gonna happen. But okay. my Super Bowl picks are going to be Kansas City again. I don't I don't think anybody beats Kansas City. They revamped okay. that line. They still got those guys coming back. Um and I could see uh the Rams getting to the Super Bowl this year. I think um what's my man? I think Matthew Stafford unfortunately he was drafted by Detroit and <laughs> he did what he could in Detroit but I think he's such a gifted passer and now he has some true talent around him some good coaching a great defense I can see the Rams getting to the Super Bowl playing okay. in their home stadium at SoFi out there in Inglewood I could see that I have the Rams okay oh we agree on something yeah I agree on the Rams I kind of I like the way they're built and I'm actually going to take Buffalo. Okay. I like Buffalo coming out of the West. So. And you know what I feel? I feel about Buffalo the same way you feel about Cleveland. I, I got to see it for more than a year. I get it. But they, they, it would, like I said, it, it wouldn't shock me, but I, I do feel the same way okay. you do about Cleveland. So we'll revisit that throughout the year and we'll see oh, how definitely. everybody's doing. So uh, let's take a short break and we'll take be right one. back. I need to get more wine anyway. Go for it. Cheers. All right, y'all. We are back. Back, 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 back. And we are going to get into some hip-hop. And we're going to have some relatives. There's going to be some falling outs. There's going to be some breakups here. Uh, at the end of this episode, I don't even know if me and Stan are still going to be talking. Uh, I put a meme Probably out not. on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. It was like... I'm literally was trolling the hell out of people, like causing like all kinds of incidents. Drake versus Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. And if, if if you guys don't know, um, Manny has the Drake heart in his um in his fate. Just mm-hmm. you guys can't see yeah, it, but he got. does have that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even like the dude. I honestly don't like. I've never been. Sid loves Drake. Uh, well, she, mm-hmm. she liked his, a lot of his older stuff. Yeah. Just, a lot of his older stuff was cool. He was I like, I, I like some of Drake's music. He was yeah, corny I'm not to a, me. I'm not a big fan of like, oh, the new Drake just dropped. But like, I have to admit, the guy make he knows how to make a album. He knows with, his audience. Yeah, he does. He he knows his audience. He, he mm-hmm. definitely does. And uh, for you guys that don't know, Manny made me listen to the Kanye album. I did. Because I had refused, and Manny was like, bro, you gotta Good. listen to it. We gotta talk about it on the show. We gotta, we gotta talk listen about to it. it. Because I swore off Kanye a few years, right after the slavery, rolling with Trump, now I'm running to try to sway mm-hmm. the elect. Like, after that, for me, there's some lines that you just can't cross. I don't care how dope you are as an artist. And I know us as a public, the more talented you are, the more shit we'll put up with, it, right. you know, when it comes to you. But for me, I'm just like, I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it with Kanye. But for the sake of our show, and my man Manny asked me to do it, I made I it through three that. songs. I made it through three songs. Like, I almost <laughs> cut it off after the intro. After I heard Donda 3,000 times, and I know this is a shout out to his mom, so I do not want to seem insensitive here. But it could have uh, been I'll, a better... I'll do it. I'll be insensitive. <laughs> Go ahead. 
it was just, I was just like, okay, what was that? Thomas and then Dash. I heard the first two, and I was just like, yeah, I can't do this. So I couldn't make it through that. I made it through the Drake album, and the Drake album sounds like the last seven Drake albums I've heard. Right. Like, you know, it was like maybe three songs. Like, I, I think Drake is a good rapper. I think Drake can rap. I wish he did it more. But he doesn't. A lot of it is singing and a lot of other things, but I know it's not for me. You know what I'm saying? Drake is not making music for 40-year-olds. Mm-hmm. He's making music for young people. So I know I'm not his audience, <laughs> so maybe I'm not supposed to understand it. But I also still feel like I can listen to something and be like, I don't like it, but I can see why other people like it. Absolutely. That was my yeah, thing. And, yeah, and I just, I, I just didn't think either one of those albums were good albums. I just didn't. And like I said, I didn't get through the Kanye album because the first three songs, nothing grabbed me to make me want to stay. I actually I, made it through Drake's album. Though, and I just didn't think either one of them was good. So I listened to the Kanye three times, back to front. Okay. Um, so two things about the Kanye album. One, I hate when older rappers do this too when they get towards the end of their stuff. Like They feel they need that every song somebody else has to be on it. So what you're telling me is either one, your passion for the music isn't what it was, where you have three verses worth of content for every song. And two, you're just kind of mailing it in and hoping that everybody else helps you. Basically, it's, like cr- it's your crutch yeah. for you your You try album. to find who's hot. And hey, hey, come be on it. You're hot right now. Come be and on like, it. This to me, this album was more of like friends featuring Kanye, and so that was my that was my big that's one of my biggest flaws with that album. Is just, I felt I heard more other people than actually him. And the his lead up is, was really bad. Like like he he everything he did leading up to this album with all of the listening parties and all of this like all of this crazy stuff made us feel like we was getting fucking Illmatic or we was getting a Blueprint or Thriller. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't have that build up and then put that out. And, and that's another thing is so I have a bunch of friends that went to the to the concert in Soldier Field the night before mm. it was released. So I got I got one guy, man. I love God bless him. God bless like grandmother would say, God bless his little heart. I love the dude to death, but he swears is that Kanye is the next messiah. And it's like <laughs> his compare so his comparison, right? And he's his, he's allowed to have his opinion, right? Yeah. Is that Kanye was pushing envelopes with his album where Drake made an album if you're for, for strippers. So I said, look, man, here's my thing. I'm all, especially hip hop was formulated on pushing, pushing envelopes and doing new things. But just because you try to do something new doesn't mean that it's good. You can try yeah. to do something new and fail. It's okay yeah. to fail. That was yeah. a failure. Yes, I understand what he, a lot of those beats I actually enjoyed to an extent, but the stuff that came along. So for me, every song on that album was a minute too long, like too much of the fluff. Like if he had just mm-hmm. cut literally a minute off every single song, I would have enjoyed mm-hmm. the album. But I felt like he, it's like, you know how in the first, the intro, the whole Donda, Donda, Donda. Yeah. I feel like he did that in some way in every song. Where it was yeah, like, dude, okay, too long. okay, I let's just move, wrap it up, let's go to the next one. <laughs> wrap it up. And then, like you said with Drake, man, I'm, I'm spot on with you on Drake. Was it's not for me. Mm-hmm. For 
the, for his audience, it's perfect. He hit the oh, nail yeah, on the he, he hit it where he's it's the whole LL going from hardcore rapper to understanding yeah. that for him to keep on living, he's gonna have to hit these ladies. What he has to do. Cool. He knows his audience. Absolutely. I don't I can't hate him for it. Did I like it? No. But did I understand yeah. it? Yes. Yeah, you understand so, what I did. Um I get that. But like the whole my favorite part of this whole thing though is uh Soldier Boy, Chris Brown. <laughs> Being, it's like first of all if your song wasn't included it probably wasn't that good or your verse was and soldier boy honestly you can't rap anyway so you just nothing for you to be mad about like dude you suck yeah. okay yeah i'm not gonna dispute that portion of it what suck. i'll dispute was i don't think their verses didn't make it because they weren't good i just don't know why they didn't make it because Kanye's just weird. Well, so who supposedly knows? the album got released without his consent. Supposedly. Like first off, not, Kanye doesn't let anything happen without Kanye stab somebody, man. Yes, like so I don't that makes no sense. And for me, it's like Soldier Boy and Chris Brown can't come back after their verses weren't included and say Kanye weird, Kanye this, Kanye that. You knew that going in. Mm -hmm. So you can't get mad after the fact that he did something that you knew he was capable of before. Like, Absolutely. you know you know how Kanye is. He a little different. He didn't include y'all verses. Cool. You just got to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And they were probably, they should probably be happy they weren't included on the album. Because it wasn't a good album. So be happy that you weren't a part of it. <laughs> but hey, Kanye gave me some of my best Spanish jokes for the week. So I appreciate that. I enjoyed coming up with puns for it. So, donde estas and donde eres and all that good stuff. So, you know what listening to Kanye reminds me of? And it's that it's when you see one of your favorite players stick around too long mm -hmm. and they're out there playing, and it's like, oh my God, he's just a shell of himself out there. Yeah. He is, that's what it's like listening to Kanye because I remember the first couple of albums, Kanye. I remember College Dropout, Kanye. I remember those first three albums. I was like, dude, I really like Kanye is dope. Like, I really, like, I remember him as that. And now he focuses so much on, like you said, pushing the envelope that I don't think he really cares about making good music. He's like, I just want to be different just for the sake of being different. He's trying to pull Kardashian stuff on the music industry. That's what it is to me, like shock value type stuff. It's like, dude, and I get it. Like, I understand the formula. Well, you Here's know, we'll eat it is. up. Here's the other thing is, so from what you said, right, I'm going to take it a step further than what you said, because I grew up with him mm -hmm. to an extent, right? I got to see dude when he first, so when he first started rapping in Chicago, he would get on these stages, right? This is in his infancy as a rapper. He was a producer mm -hmm. first and foremost. Yeah, he was starting to decide he wanted to rap. He would get booed off stage. His raps were so horrible. He had mm -hmm. no because he was still learning. Like, yeah, so I was hanging out with these cats, these Chicago underground cats, all the time. Yeah, like, we go to these shows. I'm like, I mean, this dude is freaking horrible, man. Yeah. And uh, I saw his progression from being a very mediocre writer to being very good at these metaphors, and he got better. You could tell he worked on his craft hard, like. 
But did he work on it? Because Kanye has been known to have ghostwriters. Like a lot of people write for Kanye. I get that. And I've I've got stories. So did he get better or did he just get help? No, he got better. Because not only did he get better with some of what stuff he wrote that he actually wrote, he also got better in his flow and his uh, breathing on the mic. Like all that stuff that goes into being a good MC beyond just, it wasn't even just what he was spitting out. It's the way he was spitting out, staying on cadence. Because this is an okay. issue with a lot of MCs is yeah, it's not staying fun. on cadence with songs and all that stuff. So um, I get all that old. stuff. I get you that well, that's, if you don't that's write, If you don't write so. your own shit, I don't look at you as a rapper. Mm. I just don't. You're an entertainer to me. You're an Almost every rapper's had a ghostwriter at some point for the most no, part. No, you're not going to put that on almost every rapper. Almost every rapper. No, no. <laughs> you're not going to put that it can't prove it didn't. Rapper. So if I say you it's know? happened, I'm the internet. If I say it happened, it happened. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I, that's I, it. I, like, I'm, but, I'm older. So I come from an era of, if you're not dope, like, I hear you. somebody I hear writing you. your shit, I'm like, you might as well be an RB singer. Like, you Whitney you. Houston. Like, you Luther Vandross. That's who you are. People I mean, write your stuff and you just go sing it. Kanye's never been a rapper to me. Dr. No, Dre's never, never been a rapper to me. Kanye wrote Dre's his own stuff never been too. a rapper to me. Dre's so. a great producer. Kanye's a great producer. Those guys aren't rappers. Well, if you so, do want to hear a good rapper, I dropped yesterday, as I suggest you listen to the AZ album, because that new AZ oh, I, I like AZ. came out of nowhere of is Big fan. dope as hell. He is okay. such an underrated I, rapper. Uh, he does oh, not yeah, get enough flowers. He's dope. Super dope. So, AZ so he dropped dope. one. I've always been a fan. Uh, Common dropped his second part to his uh, his double LP. Twister dropped one. And then I got to give good. a shout out to Sacramento's own Matee Bush. He has dropped a new P. And I will say, man, moving into the Sacramento area, uh, I wasn't familiar with anything going on in Sacramento hip hop. I've never been out this way for that. And uh, my man that cuts my hair, his name is Gnome Nomad. And I, that's how I got, I kind of got onto Matee Bush and both of them. I love them both lyrically. They're both very original. I like what they do freestyle. They write their own stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very East Coast-ish uh, to an extent. Uh, and I love both of them. So I, I think they represent Sacramento very well. And uh, so if you haven't listened, I suggest listening to all those albums. My one I thing with Common, dude, I, I'm, I'm probably going to make some people angry about Common is, he also, I don't know if you've seen, there's a video out going out. The freestyle. Drop, that he did. It's fucking dope as hell. But... One thing that I've become to understand about his albums, and I accept it, is that his albums are very spiritual. They're not common sense albums anymore. Of course, he's grown. Um, yeah. I'm not, I don't mind them. They're, they're cool. I like them. Mm-hmm. They just don't hit me the way he used to hit me, like the way his freestyles okay. hit me. But yeah. I appreciate them. I appreciate the lyrics that are in them. Um, and they're cool. They're not bangers, per se, yeah. but they're cool. He definitely represents um, what he's going for. So early on, I wasn't a common, but he was common sense. I wasn't a fan. Like I liked, I used to love her, obviously, but mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan. He wasn't from like, oh, I think he's super dope. Cause I and I think I didn't like his voice. Cause early on, common sense, he used to do this thing with his voice mm-hmm. when he rapped. And then obviously you're from Chicago, so you'll know what I'm talking oh, about. I used to watch it when he first was Kim again, another yeah. one that I just and I was just like, him. okay, so his vo- it was something with his voice 
But then he he had a couple of albums, like it was like two or three when him and Kanye were really messing with each other tough. And those albums I really liked. I thought he made some really good albums then. That's when uh, then after Go ahead, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was after he stopped messing because Erica Badu, he like he made like he started messing with Erica Badu and his music just went left. But that's yeah. what Erica Badu, Erica Badu put that thing on you and your whole life changed. <laughs> like you can look sure. at Andre 3000, <laughs> you look For at Carmen. Sure. You look she at DLC, like, like yeah, booty. your whole life changed. <laughs> and I never understood it until I seen Erica Badu's video years ago where she was walking through the streets naked. And I was like, ooh, she holding like that? Yeah. I see why. Yeah. <laughs> Those dudes are losing their fucking mind. Sure. It made sense then. But I, so I, I like those albums that he had right then. But then his last few, I haven't, you know, I haven't really listened to. But I've always loved his freestyles. Like when he freestyled uh, with a young man out in New Orleans, that was dope. Carmen, Carmen's an MC. Carmen is yeah, an he's MC. He's a true MC. You know, yeah, but he, I he think you can be an MC and not make good albums. I think you can make good albums and not be an MC. Yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think those things are completely separated, you know? So it's I'll not easy. Give man. It a listen. It's not, e- I don't, it's not an easy no. thing to, either way to uh, go from being in a cipher and then creating yeah. an album because there's so much yeah. that goes into it. Like uh, for Kanye and, uh, and Common, they worked with No ID. Majority mm-hmm. of those stuff was from No I- uh, producer No ID. ID, yeah, I know about No yeah. ID, dope. They used to be dope. in the uh, Trackmasters uh, studios all the time, but yeah, so it's, 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 it's you know, it's, it's not easy, man. I, we've seen it with, like, I mean, cannabis, a bunch of guys, like, great lyricists, but when it comes to creating albums, yeah, yeah come and make not an so album. much. Yeah, not so much. It's hard so. for them to create albums. And it, it, it's tough in hip-hop, too. And I, I'm not just going to say hip-hop. I would say in any in profession. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, when you yeah. do something and you're you're hungry, you know, to, to, to prove yourself. So if you notice, a lot of guys' first albums are great because they're hungry. And then you get some success and you're not as hungry it's hard anymore. To sustain. Yeah, it's hard to sustain. And the only the people that do sustain it are the great ones because I'm not sure if it's a combination of them just loving their craft or, you know, I'm not sure what it is, but they find a way to continue to make good music. But it's very you know, hard, man. When it's you're very going hard. from eating fried bologna sandwiches yeah. to eating steaks and lobsters, then yes. You see it in um, fighting. You see it with Conor McGregor. Conor, early on, was super hungry. Then he went and made that $100 million with Floyd. And now he's not struggling anymore. Like, mm-hmm. he's a multimillionaire. He's in Turks and Caicos eating, you know what I'm saying, bananas and pineapples and shit. And now you want him to go in a ring and risk it all fighting somebody? He doesn't mm-hmm. have that same hunger. You can see it in his fight. And you see that with a lot of hip hop guys. It's being human. You know what I'm saying? That's human. why you get a lot of first great albums and then you don't get anything more after that. And that's speaking of anybody... greatness, go speaking of greatness, oh, no, go, go. And then I'll, no, I'll come in after you. I was just going to say um, that's why anybody that has two, three albums, just that, two, three great albums, yeah. give, them, give them their flowers because that is not Absolutely. easy to sustain. Yeah. That's not, not easy at all. Not easy at all. The best thing, talking about new music, the best thing that I've heard in the last two weeks since we uh, did a show is Kendrick's verse on, um, I'm not sure if you heard it, but 
Kendrick I has a I do. do like Kendrick is just on another level to me. Like yes. just like and I, I love how he's able to weave in and out of shit. And I think that's his I think that's the difference with Kendrick and Drake. Well, one of the differences between Kendrick and Drake, like because Kendrick can go into that lane and make a song with Rihanna and make mm-hmm. some shit for the radio and then jump back into the lane to where he's cutting off every MC's head. Like right. he he can balance that really well. And that verse on there where yeah, he's yeah. talking about I'm smoking on your top five, you know, when you talk about me, talk about me in four letters. It's just like that dude, dope, man. man. Like Kendrick, it's like he's another okay, one that doesn't Kendrick. get enough love, man. Oh, he don't. He's not getting enough he don't. love. Like he's the best. Like he's the best of this younger generation. Now, I'm not even sure if Kendrick is considered a part of this younger generation anymore. He might. They might. The younger generation might consider Kendrick old school now. You know what I'm saying? So, but I hmm. think Kendrick Cole. Like, those are the guys that remind me of the hip-hop that I kind of grew up listening to. Like, those guys remind me of that. Because the hip-hop I grew up listening to, it wasn't like it was all hardcore. It wasn't. We had the LL2Js. Like, we had guys who did that. But, yeah, Ken Blake, like, but we had the balance. We had Kwame. Like, we had these different guys, but it was a balance. And the only guys that I see doing that are, you know, that remind me of that, I I would say. It's Cole and Kendrick. Those guys remind me. I like Drake. Don't get me wrong, but I lost a lot for Drake when I found out that some people helped him write. And for me, that changes everything. And that might just be me, but it changes stuff for me as a hip-hop head when I heard, oh, somebody wrote your lyrics, and that's what you do. Now, if you're a producer and you just and you just rap like Diddy or Dre or Kanye, I don't consider you a rapper, but if, if I found out somebody wrote KRS-One's rhyme, like, mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah, my different. whole world is Like, somebody wrote something for Rakim? Are you, what? Like, so, so when I hear that people go in the studio and they share lines, of, I don't, I, nah, nah, bro. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't rock with that. I hear you. And all I did with this okay. is, uh, you just talking about Kendrick Side was at uh, Bottle Rock this past Sunday. And got to see Run the Jewels perform, which was phenomenal. Killer and, Mike is one of my favorites. Ah, uh, dude, I forgot how much I loved welcome, him. Welcome Killer Mike, though. Let me. I saw Diggable Planets with the live band. Oh wow! Okay. Phenomenal. Okay. I didn't, and even the stuff Planet. like look, man, we Diggable Planets has two songs basically, as far as like popular songs, right? They had the yeah, Nickelback Funk, song. yeah. and they had uh, Slick. Uh, I forgot the name of the song. I just went, just went past my head. But yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. The pop, right? But dude, every song with just live bands make hip hop so much better. Yeah, very and good. to for, especially for like that type of band, like the jazz New Yorkish. Yeah, because like, they were they were in that <sighs> jazzy, yeah, you know, dude, yeah, type of. Lane. It was phenomenal. Like I stood there. Uh, Cynthia had went to go watch somebody else perform and came and joined me and she, me and her were like, like some great girls walked by like, you, man, you, you guys look like you're having a blast. Like, man, they don't get better than this, man. A live yeah, band don't get and, better than this. and some hip hop, yeah. like, and they killed it. So it was like, yo, yeah. that was probably one of the best performances I saw all day. And I mean, That's dope. We, we saw 
Portugal the Man, which is a, like an alternative group, Guns N' Roses, which mm. was horrible. Um, but I mean, the, my two favorite of the night were Run the Jewels, and my favorite was probably Diggable Planets. Like they just killed it. So, and that's dope because that, we man. we talked on shows previously where we talked, and I, I and I think I mentioned it that the audience for hip hop we need to continue to support our older absolutely artists. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely. like we do a Guns and Roses, like we do. You know what I'm saying? A Rolling Stone. Everybody so that's should. dope that Diggable Planets was there and there's people there and they yeah, understand it because it's cool. like that, that's dope, man. I, I love how, you know, they're they're still able to go out and tour and, you know, make money from their craft. And we love music. Like music, off one album. I mean, yes, off one basically, album. Basically, basically. And they weren't even together you know, for a long time. They got back together to, to start doing shows. So, so that's, it's, dope, that, that, that's dope, man. Like music, hip hop, man, is just, it just so, it, it just has a way of sticking of, of sticking with you, man. It's like soul sure. food. It's like you can listen to a song and it'll take you back to that exact moment when you heard. You know, we're watching a Wu Tang series tonight. I'm not sure if you if you're watching it. I haven't even started. I haven't watched any of it yet. You honest. haven't watched the first, even the first season? No, it's too much See, stuff to watch, man. I gotta catch. You're up. gonna lose your hip hop card. No, you can't say it's too much shit to watch when there's a Wu Tang series on. There's never too that. much to watch. What you gonna watch? Fucking Avengers? It's not. It's not the wire, man. Unless you're gonna show me ODB killing somebody, that's that, bro. I mean, all I'm. I'll saying, watch it eventually, but yeah, see, yeah, you, I'll you, read the you, book. You, I'd rather actually read the book that's out. You're losing some hip hop points, buddy. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you're losing some. I'll survive. But so, so we're, so we're watching. Survive. So the, the second season just started uh, on the eighth. So okay. me and Nancy are watching it, and okay. they're showing they're showing the rhythm making you know, the beats from Only Built for Cuban Links or Return of the Third, like the beginning of it and how he's giving it to each of the individual, you know, artists. Like he gave the, um, what's the name of the song? All that I got is you. Song in Ghostface. So he mm-hmm. gives that oh, to Ghostface him early on. Yeah, so he gives that to Ghostface. He gives um, Can It All Be So Simple to Raekwon. So he's giving them all, it's like, nah, this is for you. So to watch him making those beats and handing them out, like it just took it just took me back to like man I remember when I first heard that oh, it's just sure. it's an it's amazing like it's a show you have to watch bro. Oh, it yeah. is amazing oh, it is a it's an amazing show they did it really well it's not it's RZA and Method Man and the whole Wu Tang Clan involved with it so it's not someone on the outside trying to get paid off of it and just doing right. it and fucking it up so it's it's, it's being done the right way. As soon as I'm done, as soon as I'm done with He Man, I'll get right on it. Um, watching He Man, that makes fucking perfect. <laughs> so, so, so going from that, we'll go straight to your boy, your favorite uh, person in the world, Stephen A. Smith. Oh yeah, Stephen and Max, man. R.I.P. Stephen uh, and Max. Our first take. Because okay, I don't like so what Stephen A. said about Max. So there was rumors going around. That Stephen A. wanted Max off the show, and that's why Max is another show in the morning. And he went on and admitted it on a show. He said, Yeah, I didn't want him on the show for the last couple of years. I didn't want him on the show. I didn't think our chemistry was right, and yada, yada, yada. I think mm-hmm. he's still a good. And I just don't like how he came across as saying, basically saying, I'm better than you. This is my show. People aren't watching because of you. He's like, mm-hmm. People have, have spoken. You know, our ratings are down and 
you know, I just thought we needed a change. Well, the ratings have been down skip now. So you can't put that on just Max. You know what I'm saying? When Skip left, the ratings went down and Max didn't come right away. Y'all had other people in Skip's place. You know what right. I'm saying? And I think the biggest thing that he said is when he talked about it's a debate show. And we didn't really get into a lot of debate, which lets me know what I thought all along happens on debate shows. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys don't believe what the fuck they're saying. They just say it and say, okay, what's your take on it? Okay, I'm going to go the other way to make good TV. And that that's what I took from it. And it's like, you don't throw Max under the bus at that, uh, like that, even if that's what you did, even if you got Max thrown off the show, you don't go and say that. You just say, hey, look, Max had other opportunities. He went here, we're gonna move forward our show. You don't gotta say, yeah, I wanted him off the show. Like, it's kind of like flexing his muscles. Like, it's, it's, I didn't understand it, bro. And it just, it didn't, it didn't really sit well with me the way he threw Max under the bus like that. It's like, Steven, you think everybody loves you yelling all the time, being just just overdoing it all the time? Like, you're, you're a reason that some people don't watch the show either. It's not just Max. Now, Max does come off sometimes as I know everything and you don't. I'm smarter than you. Now, I, so I get that. Now, for me, I listen to Max all the time when he talks boxing. He knows his fucking boxing. If it comes to something that has to do with boxing, I'm with Max. Because before Max even got on any of these shows, it was boxing. Absolutely. You know, sometimes he, you know, he says some crazy stuff, but he's not the re- he's not the sole reason people are not watching. And I just don't like the way Stephen A did that. But I've never been a big Stephen A fan either. So I see, I didn't have a problem with what he said because I'm like, I'd rather hear the truth. What I had a problem with was what he said. It wasn't that he said. It was like, no, I respect the fact that you don't care and you're going to say exactly what it was that happened and not play the company line. But in hearing what he said, I'm like, dude, your ego is way, way far out there. What's crazy is is listening to Max in the morning with the Get Up crew now. um, Or with uh, Keyshawn and and uh, and Jay Will, right? You can see he's still stuck on the first take um, philosophy of how he talks. So it's like, you're going to have to learn how to just talk and not argue. You're so used to arguing that every time they say something, you're arguing with them. Don't argue with them. Just have a conversation. So I think he'll learn that eventually. I think he's just programmed. He was good with with, um, Marcellus Wiley. So when him and Marcellus Wiley were on, I want to, I think it was Sports Nation they were on. I'm not sure exactly what the name of the show was, but they were really good with each other. And I like it more when people are just talking sport or just talking about stuff. And then, okay, if you happen to disagree, you disagree. Right. But, but when it feels it. forced, yeah, yeah, like don't force it. And like you said, Stephen A's ego, man. It's Stephen like his A's ego Stephen is just, A, man, so. it's like, dude, like nobody's watching. So who's he going to blame? when Stephen A's world gets canceled because nobody's watching Stevie, Stephen A's world. Like, dude, like, it'll be somebody else's fault, man. And I, I just, you know, we're going to bring in somebody different. First off, look, the star on my hat, Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys here, right? It's Mondays are for, built for Michael Irvin. So Michael Irvin is coming in on Mondays on first day. So we got to hear Michael Irvin 
and Stephen A. Smith yell at each other for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. That's what we got to do. And I'm a cowboy. I love my first. I don't want to hear him argue with Stephen A. Like, it just, it's a joke. It's a it joke. Is. I mean, I, I just, I didn't like it. I'll leave no, it. no, I I'm, like it. I'm with you. Uh, 100% wasn't, I, again, like, I didn't have a problem with what he said. What he's, I, I didn't have a problem with him saying it because I was like, okay, cool. At least you're not giving me the spiel. But what yeah. he says, like, yeah, this typical Stephen A. Ego, everything's about yeah. you. It's nobody else's fault but you. Everything is yours. You think the ESPN was named after you or whatever. So yeah. It's, I, I don't even listen to do it anymore, man. I think he just likes listening to his own voice. So, yeah. It's, just, it's hard mean. in the mornings, man. I wake up, I'm getting ready for work, and it's like, okay, what am I going to turn on? You got Skip and Shannon on, and then you got and then you got First Take that comes on. And with Skip and Shannon, I think oh, I Skip, to that at all. I can't listen to Skip no. on no level. He's awful. I, and the same, way I, the, the same way I listen to Max when it comes to boxing, like I'll listen to Max talk boxing all the time. I'll listen to Shannon talk football or talk anything that has to do with um uh how can i say this uh activists and people fighting for their rights i can listen to him on those two things but when he talks basketball and lebron he's a lebron apologist and then you got skip who lebron can never do anything right mm -hmm. it's just it's just hard to listen to any of that I, stuff, dude. I know. so uh, so what i've done is i just listen to us i'll go back to our podcast <laughs> That's the I do listen to us, bro. Like that's what I do, and we're not doing this for, for likes or for ratings for any of that. We're just two dudes who like fucking sports and we like hip hop, and we just want to talk about it. That's Shit, it. And man. if people want to listen, so be it. That's great. I'll tell you who I listen to, man. I listen to I'm not. I'll, I like listening to D-Lo and KC because they remind me of us. Like they just talk. They don't. I'm gonna have to listen to them. I haven't listened I, to them. Yet. They're phenomenal. I like okay. them. I like uh, just I would listen to I haven't listened for a while, but I listen to Wild on Sylvie in Chicago just to catch up on some Chicago stuff, and then I listen to on another uh, another uh, YouTube show. Uh, it's called Deuce and Mo. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, Deuce and Mero, the guys from New York. No, 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 no. It's called Deuce and Mo. It's a guy and a girl. And Mo. Mo is right. Mo. Mo is uh, uh, Morgan Ray Raymond and. Uh, Deuce, I think they. I don't. I'm not familiar with all the Sacramento DJ okay. like people that have been on right. radios, but they both. But, but, but it's a Sacramento show. show, and they they actually do guest shots on uh, D'Lo and KZ too. So they all kind of like in that same where I can listen to them. Yeah, like Deuce is crazy. Deuce will come out and like and do like wrestling promos out of nowhere podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like it's cool. He's a cool dude. Like I like all yeah. of them. But other than that, it's like just like. I like them because they just talk, man. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's improvised. Uh, Nothing is forced and it's what they really feel. Even if I don't agree with them, that's cool. Yeah. I don't got to agree with you. I don't agree with you sometimes. Yeah, Hell, exactly. half the time. But that's the beauty yeah, but, of it, man. That's friendship. Exactly. That's friendship. Dude. And that's why um, another group that I like, I, I like, um, I like Acho and Wiley. Um, the, I think it's called Speak for Yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I like them. I like when they talk because it seems when I watch them, it looks like it's just two friends talking about. Sports. Yeah. And it, sports it, it, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem like one of them thinks they're smarter than the other one. Or right. I know more than you. 
they just like it's just two friends disagreeing on something <laughs> that's it and and i love that where on some of these other shows they just think they know everything like i don't know everything i don't know everything i'm opinion. giving you my opinion on what i see you know what i'm saying but you listen like you hear someone like skip or Stephen A. Yeah, like you would swear Stephen A. averaged 50. The way he talks about, oh, I know basketball. Nobody knows. Like, you know, Stephen A., we've seen that video of you shooting them jump shots with James mm-hmm. Harden. You know, we've seen that, right? Like, and you were terrible. Like, right. Skip. And whenever Skip talks basketball and try to act like he knows everything, I just think back to the Jalen Rose clip when he <laughs> said, didn't you average <laughs> like 2.9 points on JV as a senior? <laughs> like, that just plays through my head. It's like, dude, you guys need to stop talking like you guys know everything about a sport. Right. You don't. Like, I'm listening to Shannon about football. I'm listening to him about football. He knows that. Mm-hmm. But the other stuff is like, bro, I'm not listening to you about that. Right. But you just say ridiculous shit. Here's another so, thing. Stephen A., I say this to a bunch of people. Don't take this personal. Dude, when your hairline... Is to, to the middle of your forehead when it's already hitting the back. You gotta cut it all off. Cut it off, dude. You look you you look like George Jefferson. Why Just would I take uh, that personal? Not you. I'm talking about Stephen A. Don't take it personal. I'm saying it to him. Like, don't take it personal, dude. Like you look like George Jefferson. It's enough. He needs to go and cut that off. Cut it. Don't hold he on. Really, you got enough really money. Or buy some LeBron hair. Like you can spray it, do something. Something. Do something. Well, at this point, something, man. At this point, you can't. Let me get a quick shout out. So a quick shout out to my boy, Jeff Tepper. Every time we do a show, this dude is listening the next day to the episode. He posts it and shows the screenshots and, hey, guys, go check out my boy Manny and Stan's show. I met Jeff through um, one of the beer groups, beer dad groups I'm in and the the hip hop dads group. Now, this dude can sit there. He's from Boston. He lives in Dallas. I can't wait to mm. get down. My sister's living there, so I can't wait to get down there at some point and, and have some beers with him. Um, this dude can write theses on hip-hop. Like, dude, literally okay. one day, Yo. he responded to one of my posts with, like, a 50-page essay. And I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not reading I'm not this, reading man. all that. <laughs> but he is very knowledgeable. And yeah. things he's talking about. I love the dude. I don't, I've never met him and I love him to death. So thank you for supporting. We appreciate you. Thank uh, you, Jeff. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man, for sure. So that's a good look, man. Dude, great episode, look. Because, man. like you said, people we don't even, we've never met watching the show where we got people we know who. Isn't that, isn't that something, man? I got to yeah, pick crazy, somebody man. I know to listen. I can do like, dude, all you got to do is like, even if, dude. Press play and walk away if you have to. Just yes, exactly. 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 Oh no, man. It I really question is. some of my I question my ability to have friendships. Oh no. <laughs> I, I question some of these you, people. You, you, All right, my man. Great show, bro. Great show, man. Great show. So you know, um we will be back in a couple of weeks. And, talk you know, about I'm how sure the football season's going. Yeah, football season. And then we're about to start getting into the playoffs, the major playoffs. league baseball playoffs. And? That's gonna happen. And, and we got training camps coming up for basketball. Doubles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, here we go with that shit. Dude, we like ten deep now. Let's go. How oh, I can't. Oh, before we leave, I need my bottle of rum chowder home. You lost that bet. 
the bottle of rum chowder because you bet on uh, Phoenix. You don't remember that bet? Mm. Go back to the show. The NBA I'll have to finals. go back and listen. Yeah, because remember, we were all in the room. That's when I had my boy JB and Vern. Mm-hmm. We were all doing the show, and all y'all picked Phoenix. And I said, Manny, we got to bet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So I need my rum chowder, but I'm going to wait on the rum chowder. It's going to be the shot bottle. I didn't tell you the size. Give me me a shot of some rum chowder. (laughs) Boy, ain't shit. Boy, I tell you. (laughs) I am not shit. That is true. (laughs) I got you, bro. I got you. Thank you guys uh, for listening, man. This is fun for us. We we, we love doing this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look forward to uh, talking again with you, bro, in a couple right, of man. weeks. All right, man. You be safe. Peace, Love you guys. Life. Y'all be safe Peace. out there.